guys and welcome back to the Be Undeniable podcast. This is your host Erin Thompson and today I am going to be doing a little solo episode for you guys covering the things that I wish I knew before I started my first contest prep. Now this was back in 2018. I started my prep in December 2017 so it was a couple of years ago. There wasn't as much information out there um, compared to what there is now. There's a lot more podcasts, YouTube videos, member sites, etc. that you can join that is going to provide you with a lot of value as to what to expect as a first-time competitor. But this is one of the reasons why I started this podcast as well, because as a coach myself, I... I coach a lot of first-time competitors or people that is aspiring to step on stage in the future. And I think it is super important that you know the ins and outs and everything that prep essentially entails before you dive right in and go into a contest prep. So these are in no particular order, but these are just some of the things that I do wish that somebody told me prior to step on stage some is common sense and some others that that well this podcast may may provide a lot of value to you guys um and give you a little bit of help as well so the first one that I want to talk about is not comparing yourself to anybody on social media I see this way too much with my clients but it is something that I used to do as a first-time competitor as well. I used to um, sit and scroll through Instagram. I used to check the hashtags, see who was competing at my show, see what category people was competing in. And this is probably one of the worst things that you can essentially do. No matter if you're a first-time competitor or a seasoned athlete, like this is the worst thing that you can do because... Every single person is at completely different stages of their journey. No two people are the same. No two people's physiques is the same. Nobody started training at the exact same time. Everybody's body compositions, their sizes, their structures, their genetics is all completely different. And this is something that you need to take into consideration before you aspire to look like another competitor. Now, don't get me wrong. It is good to get inspiration from other people on social media. It is good to um, have people that you look up to, but you've got to remember that you're not them. You never will be them. And you probably never will look like them either. So I think it's really important to actually stay in your own lane. The thing is, you can, if you're given 100%, that's that's all you can do. You've got to be making sure that every single day you're putting every little ounce of you into that prep. You've got to make sure that all of your boxes is being ticked. So when that moment comes, when you step on that stage, you're going to know that you gave it freaking everything. You haven't ate that cookie. You didn't drink any alcohol. You stuck to your plan religiously. That's the most important thing. And the thing is, Rome wasn't built in a day. So don't expect your physique to look like an IFBB bikini pro the first time you step on stage. It is took people years to get their physiques to where they want to be. Rinsing and repeating, 
cutting, bulking over and over and over again. It doesn't happen overnight and you need to be patient. You've got to remember this is bodybuilding um, and it's a first timer. You're still, you're still at the very start of your journey. So don't just don't compare yourself to other people on social media because they're absolutely irrelevant. I know the majority of people, even when you do your first show, you want to win. You want to step on stage and do well. But unless you're doing a first-timer show, you are going to be competing up against people that have maybe been competing three or four years before you. So just try and stay in your own lane and be grateful for the experience of actually competing in itself. Competing is probably one of the hardest things that you'll do in your life. <laughs> it's something that'll take up every single aspect of of your life. It takes up your social, your socializing basically becomes non-existent at the back end of prep. You're prioritizing training, cardio, sleep, everything comes into consideration. So it's really important that you just Stay in your own lane, focus on you, and then you can basically build from there. Once you've done your first prep and you see what you look like in true contest prep condition, then that's when you can be like, right, let's build my shoulders, for example. Let's build up the glutes a little bit more because that's the areas that's lacking. But you need to go through the process first. So coming on from that, another thing that I wish I knew before I started was not everybody's going to support you. Not everybody is going to be cheering you on. Um, and not everybody is going to agree with what you're doing. Um, because we've got to remember that the bodybuilding still isn't an extremely popular sport. Yes, it's popular, but it isn't as popular as the likes of running or swimming or golf or whatever. <laughs> um, and we've got to take that in mind. It is still something that a lot of people don't know about. Um, I was actually one of the first people to compete up in my area. It, when I told my family that I wanted to do a bodybuilding co competition, my mom turned around and went, oh my God, no, you are not. You are not going to be going on stage in a little bikini covered in orange, disgusting tan. That, that was her reaction. Um, it took my mom quite a long time to come round to the fact that I was going to be doing a show. Um, my dad, on the other hand, was um, he was he was understanding. But again, they, they didn't know what competing entailed. And you've got to be understanding of when you are kind of telling people that you are going to be competing. Not everybody's going to understand what competing entails. Not everybody's going to understand the process or the hard work that goes into a contest prep. And if your goals mean as much to you as what they should, you've got to have very, very thick skin with this because there is going to be people out there that will want to see you fail. That's just life, unfortunately. No matter what you do, there's always going to be somebody out there um, hoping you trip or hoping you um, face plant into a into a pile of ice cream. But it's just one of those things that you're going to have to deal with. But I think the family, your family is obviously the most important people in your life. Therefore, you, you may just have to 
ease them in a little bit. Um, and once they do start to understand the process and understand what it actually takes to get into stage condition, then they, they will start to come round. Like my mum definitely came round when I when I was in contest prep because she she knew how much it meant to me. But I think probably the hardest people um, and the people in my life that still don't really understand is my grandparents. But that's because they're in an area without social media. Um, they don't, like, it's just totally different for them. There was nothing like this back in their day. Or if it was, it was even um, less popular than what it is now, that's for sure. So it is just going to be about trying not to be defensive is a piece of advice because, like, as I say, not everybody's going to understand or not everybody's going to support you because they're basically just looking from an outside perspective. But, yeah, that is something that I wish I did know before I actually started because I didn't actually tell my mum and dad. So we go away every, every New Year's away up to um, a place up in the Highlands in Scotland. And it's basically just a week of eating and um, spending good quality time together. And basically that's when I told my mom that I wouldn't, I would just go to be competing and that I wouldn't be able to enjoy her food. I wouldn't be able to have a little gin with them in the evening. Um, and that was something that she found a little bit difficult. My mom, my mom also loves to bake, so <laughs> yeah, it, it it took a couple of months <laughs> for her to stop asking me if I wanted like a biscuit or whatever. But she's came around now, and it's just you've got to remember that your priority as well. At the end of the day, you are the only person that well, you're not the only person that matters, but you've got to be selfish. You've got to put yourself first. So if you really want to do this, you've just got to put your blinkers on and um, keep your head down and keep focused. So another tip or something that I wish I knew before I started was do your research on how much competing is going to cost. Competing is a lot of money. You need to make sure that you have got a plan of action before you enter a contest prep because your bikini, for example, is about 500 quid. You're then going to have to register for the show. Um, you're going to have to pay for categories if there's if you're entering a federation that has got different categories. You're going to have to pay for tan, shoes, jewellery, potentially makeup, accommodation, travel, You've then got all of your food on top of that. Bodybuilding is not a cheap sport when it comes to food. You've got your coach. That's probably the most valuable thing that you're going to need out of the whole lot of that. A coach is not expensive. A coach is um, an investment. That's for sure. You'll need a posing coach as well. A gym membership, obviously. But if you're wanting to compete, you should already have a gym membership. But yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Why am I gonna... <laughs> I'm just yabbling today. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that you need to take into consideration before you start a contest prep like it's going to be expensive you're going to, you're I'm speaking thousands but yeah it is going to be expensive and it is going to be really really important that you get a budget in place and you get a plan of how you're going to be able to afford your contest prep so it may be a case of saving a couple of months beforehand 
so you can so you can afford to compete. Now, <laughs> when I competed at the British finals, I didn't realize there was a world's two weeks after it. And basically, I spent a lot of money <laughs> for the PCA British. And I remember a couple of days after, I was like, I am not going to be able to afford to do this, to do this show. It, like for me to go back down to Birmingham again, traveling up from Aberdeen, it was going to be a, a freaking fortune. I think the flights alone was 500 quid or something like that. So I remember like frantically trying to do like, um, challenges with my personal training clients at the time to see if I could get a quick source of income. And I remember doing like a, like, yeah, like a 12 week challenge and managed to string together a thousand pounds so I could use it to compete um, in the worlds. But yeah, that's absolutely mental looking back. So that is something that you definitely need to consider is have a plan in place and have money saved up for your shows. So another thing that I want to talk about is the likes of making sure that you've got a post-show plan and also not adding in loads of sugar-free, zero-calorie setups and everything into your prep. The thing is, if you, I know it's boring, but if you keep everything basic from the beginning you're not going to have these crazy cravings in the back end of your prep. I remember my first prep, I was adding in skinny food sauces. I was adding in loads of sweeteners and that skinny syrup drink that you put in your coffees. And I was literally addicted to sugar. All I could think about the whole day was, was sugar. I was craving everything underneath the sun. Um, and that isn't good <laughs> throughout a contest prep. You need to make sure that you are keeping your digestion in an optimal place as well. Adding these things in will potentially affect your digestion, which is something that you want to keep aware of. And it's just going to be about managing your hunger. Like the thing is, this is a choice at the end of the day. And there is, you are going to be feeling hungry throughout this entire process. Um, well, not the entire process, but you will be feeling hungry th throughout the back end of a contest prep if you are in stage condition. And it is just going to be about manning up and sucking it up, basically. I really, really wouldn't recommend adding in loads of sauces and everything because it does, trust me, it does make it these cravings a hell of a lot worse and then in regards to post-show it's going to be important that you don't have a post-show stash your cravings is going to be through the roof you are going to be more food focused in the back end of a contest prep as well but do not get a load of snacks do not buy a load of chocolate biscuits crisps do not go out for like a buffet banquet after your show because the thing is your body is going to be in such a fragile position coming out the back end of being depleted for weeks on end. Adding in all these sugary, calorie-dense foods is not going to do any favours to your digestion, nor is it going to make you feel better. It is going to make you go down a very, very slippery slope. You've, you've been on plan for like 20 weeks or whatever you can 
easily die and just keep your head strong for a couple of weeks until your hormones start to stabilize a little bit. Like this is where it's so important that you make sure that you have got a coach and that you have got a plan in place for um, your reverse or your recovery diet, because it's you, having us. I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't enjoy crisps or I, I don't know why I keep saying crisps, but I'm not like I'm not saying you can't enjoy foods that you haven't had in a long period of time, but I'm just saying don't go mental because you will get a lot of issues and your body will retain a lot of water and you're going to feel really, really rubbish um after a couple of days after you check in with your coach or whatever and see your physique and from a mental health perspective as well, you just want to slowly add these foods back in that I've written down. So the last little points that I've written down is about enjoying the process and keeping your head as strong as you possibly can. You are going to want to quit. You are going to want to come off the Stairmaster a couple of minutes early. You are going to want to eat more calorie-dense, sugary foods. Um, I've just broke my bracelet. <laughs> you, you'll actually want the feel. It's such a weird feeling. You, you'll want the feelings back after your, your show's over. You'll want to feel the feelings of being in prep again. Like I have a couple of my clients who are prepping for the PCA first-timers this year. And they've been messaging me, like being like, when am I going to get these prep feels? This is feels too easy. Why am I not struggling? And like the, the those feelings hit you with a ton of bricks. And I remember one of my clients messaging me the other day and she was like, I am really, really struggling today. I don't think I can make it through the day. Help. <laughs> and I was just like, well, this is what you wanted. And this is the feelings that you've got to embrace you've got to embrace the suck it is the most important part and you've got to kind of have like a sick personality when it comes to this as well is I actually try and enjoy these feelings like actually enjoy the process like this is what prep is like we have got to remember that bodybuilding is an extreme sport at the end of the day therefore you'll have to do extreme measures to get you to where you need to be. So just enjoy the process. You are going to want to quit. So you either quit or you keep going. It is your choice. And from a mindset perspective, it's totally up to you which option you you go for. Yeah, and it's it like prep, prep is honestly absolutely crazy, if I'm being 100% honest. But... This is where having a coach is really, really important because they'll be able to keep your head straight during times where you are feeling like giving up. So, yeah, just enjoy the process. Enjoy doing your cardio. Enjoy going out and getting your steps in. Enjoy <laughs> enjoy feeling hungry because once you head back in improvement season those feelings will be well and truly gone. So, yeah, I hope these tips um have helped you guys and as always if you've got any questions 
please just slide into my DMs. My Instagram handle is pro. But I presume the majority of you guys are actually coming from Instagram anyway. But I hope you all have a lovely day and I will speak to you all very soon. Soon. I will speak to you all very soon.